Welcome back to another episode of the Photographer Mindset Podcast. I'm Seth Macy and joined with my host again, Aaron Manis. We're going to talk today about, drumroll please, the beginning stages of when you're pitching a client or when you're trying to figure out who would be a good candidate to do work with. So this episode is going to be a bit more attuned to people who are interested in that. And also a big thank you to everyone who trolled Nooch10 in our last episode and who John Mayered him, we'll call it. We'll call it getting John Mayered. You guys are the best. That was freaking hilarious. And he was mad, which is the best. So enjoy this one, everyone. This episode is sponsored by um, Smile Direct. Because That's per usual. As per usual, Aaron is always concerned with his S's, S's. but he's a bit in his head because he sounds fine. Um, Funny, actually, somebody messaged me today on Instagram, of course, um, saying Spotify told me that there is a Aaron Manis, M-A-N-N-E-S, joining the show. And I was like, yeah, that's his name. And And he was like, what? Everyone thinks your last name is Mantis. So you are just confusing the hell out of people. That's fine. You just out Explain me. yourself. I will. No. Do you no. like, is Praying Mantis your favorite bug? No. Yeah. Well, I guess. Or does it just sound cool? It does sound cool. No, it's cool. So this is a, a twofold, maybe threefold explanation. But number one, in high school, basketball, they call me the Praying Mantis. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. I think probably because it sounds like Manus. Mm, I, just because you're like, you're a powerhouse, but you move slow and deliberately with your things. Like not then, slow, but you're just very. Then fast. Slow, then boom. Then. Boom. Do you want to hear a crazy fact that you probably already know? Huh. Go. But I kind of gave it away. But one of the predators of hummingbirds are praying mantises. No way. Yeah, dude, when we're done and everybody listening, go Google, just type in Google and go to images, type in praying manis hummingbird. It is savage. These things wait on the feeders, right? Because they, they get smart. They learn that the hummingbirds frequent it. They'll wait and just boom, they'll pounce and they'll Ooh. eat the heads off the hummingbird. Good Lord. They decapitate them. It's grim, but like... Right. Insane. I have to make noise. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. I have to move just my... ruin the podcast. Why don't you? I know. <sighs> Amateur move, but you you punched in quickly. I think I did. I said I said I wanted to capture all of our I, all I our mic adjustments, getting, all the mic adjustments, <laughs> all the all the banter that people don't get to hear. Yeah, you know, no, we good. usually you said explain punch in. I usually when I'm editing this show, I pick interesting or thought provoking place to start, so people don't get to hear all of this. You know, yeah, they get to God. hear you rummage around with your mic. <laughs> thank goodness. Uh, Did I interrupt your story though? What was the other part to the mantis, or was it just the high school basketball? No, part two. I guess I'll just out myself here. The uh, <laughs> I I work in a school, and I wasn't fond or crazy about the idea of students being able to find me so easily, like mm. on social media. Yeah, and as a public account, I was like this. You know. I'll just go with my first name under the descriptor and I will say Mantis and switch it a bit so that I guess for that reason, you know, it wouldn't be as easy for those, uh, those requests. And those little rascals, requ- eh? They're not, yeah. They're not requests. I guess when it's public, they, you're just, they're just following you. 
So, Mr. Manis, we saw your photography online. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't want that. And it's done a good job, but now I'm outed and... Yeah, for all of the fourth graders listening to this, do <laughs> not follow school your school guidance counselor on Instagram. Yeah. No. Please don't. Please don't do that. Um, so today, we're going to have like a very bingo, bango, to the point, concise thoughts. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's quicker. I don't know. Can't put a, can't put a timeline on it just now because sometimes we get carried away as people know. But we... You and I talk a lot about, um, you know, pitching brands and rejection and we kind of skim the surface in my opinion. I was texting you about this earlier and I thought it would be kind of interesting to, and then this, this doesn't need to take up the whole episode, but go through what that means. Like how from idea to pitch to following up appropriately so that it's not like harassment and <laughs> you know maybe just a little bit more in depth what do you think you have any other ideas no I, I i like that and i i think this is a tuned maybe it'll be a tuned episode to people that want to yeah make, make some money or move into the last time we talked about content creation and that's a we fun did. part of photography i think um or just kind of its own art form versus your your niche niche how do you who says who how do we say this i say niche 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 everyone niche. write us is it niche, niche. or niche, niche. like send a voice clip is this a canadian usa thing niche it's a niche 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 yeah. um, that's all i know no i know more yeah so if, uh, i don't i don't know we're you know we we have some experience with it we're no right. Well, I personally that. think that you are very, very talented at reaching out with a game plan and an intent in mind and sort of riding the waves and steering the ship in a certain, in the direction you'd like it to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Kind of like whitewater rafting where you, you know you got to get to the bottom, but you don't know which swells you're going to hit. Maybe not as intense in that sense, but you get the picture. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you this. Let me let me ask you this. Go go. Where you're right. We'll, we'll we'll tailor this to people who are interested in, you know, content creation or or, or doing brand work or or work for companies. Um, and before we even get started, would you agree it's fair to say that you're capable of doing that regardless of which genre of your of photography you're uh, you're talented at? Like you can create opportunities for yourself as a wildlife photographer and as a portrait photographer in any of them, you know? Yeah, I think so. But I think that's a important point. You do need some sort of portfolio or work or proof. Right. That's been a little bit of a sticking point with my stuff. That's it tends to be a little bit moody and dark and cool on the blue side. And a lot of product stuff is warm, bright and warm um, on, on the other side. So If they go to my page, if I'm pitching them from my page, uh, they might be like, no, like I don't care about animals and moody landscapes, you know? Right. So you have to have, I think, a portfolio and that's where like our Shutter Team 6 comes into play or past work that I can attach to it to show 
the range, right. the repertoire, if you will. Right, where you're like, this is what I post on my personal page, but actually I, I am well-versed in these mm-hmm. other areas that would mm-hmm. be more up your alley. Mm-hmm. Um, so how does that affect... I, I'm, I'm going to go full host mode. Mm-hmm. Um, Do it. I am acknowledging you are a co-host, but no. I'm going to go full host mode here. I'm full um, guest mode. So yeah, you go guest mode just for a minute, and then you can... You can First, I'd like on. to say, what a pleasure to be here, Seth. Wow. You know, and uh, be it's on been a long podcast. time coming, and it's been a goal for 2021 <laughs> to be on the show as a guest, and here we are. So, thank you. Okay, awesome. What have been some other goals? Oh, I don't know. Do you I not have any goals? I, I remember them from January, but now it's right. July. Are you a New Year's resolution guy? No, I think we talked about that. As did we? Uh, yeah. Well, I think no, we did. I, yeah, I read a book. I read one book. Uh, I read. You read a book. Good yeah. job. It's called nice. Time. I believe is it called Time? Um, I don't know. But he, he talks about the human process, and we do get very attached to endings and beginnings. So a lot of goals are set around like quarters in business and holidays and uh, New Year's Eve. Um, so it does make sense to reflect or to take a look uh, at mm. that that sort of milestone and be like, all right, where do I want to, where do I want to go with life, with things, whatever. Um, so in that regard, yes, I do. Cool. Yeah. I'm always, you know, we're going to go off on so many tangents, but I'm always a fan of, and I don't know if you work the same way when you set, uh, I like to call them big audacious goals, a bag for short. And I'm trying to get in the habit now and have been for a while that every time I set one of those, you know, whether it's middle of the year or, or New Year's or, or whatever, that uh, I, 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 I always write them down, of course, right? We talk a lot about writing stuff down. But so after I write it down, I always try to do one thing that takes action towards that step. You know, like I never just write it down and close the book. I try to at least do one thing to get the ball rolling, whether that's, you know, reading about something or sending an email, I guess you could consider writing a down one as well, but just something to think about for, for goal stuff. So on this tangent, I'm going to let's leave it with, uh, awesome and awesome product, uh, bestself.co. Okay. They what's do, that? They do three month journals. So they say like, uh, a decent size goal is not going to take longer than three months, but uh, three months is long enough to really get into something and then reassess. And it's it's huh. planned. It's planned out. Uh, in what's a, it called again? Say it again for everyone. Best. If you go to bestself.co, they have a bunch of like self product um, tools for you. So cool. Uh, let me. That one is called the yeah. So Beth's. Oh my God, I can't talk. Bestself.co, the self journal. It's $31.99. It's three months worth. You can get like a pack. Um, They have a bunch of different things, but that is just a great journal in terms of goal setting and looking at your wins for the day, looking at what's next, Mm -hmm. uh, that kind of thing, and just very Mm -hmm. organized. So if you're into journaling and, and setting goals and accomplishing things, that is a tool that will definitely help you. We need some like sort of mechanism that holds us accountable too. It's like when we slip up, Mm -hmm. some guy just like shows up at your front door and pies you in the face or something. Hey, you messed up. Read your chapter. (laughs) Boom. Banana cream pie to the face. Mm -hmm. Right. 
so you enjoy it a little bit too because you can like eat it after but yeah okay enough with the tangents um you kind of set up a good segue so this episode is brought to you by adhd yeah it is this episode <laughs> is brought to you by ritalin okay um so how do you decide who you approach oh it's a it's when a, you are approaching because i know like at this point you know you and i will have sometimes people come to us but when you are approaching What's the criteria? What's the checklist? Yeah. Um, first of all, I think you have to understand that it's going to be like one in 15, like one in t- like 10%. If you're getting, if you're getting conversations with 10% of the people you reach out to, I think that's pretty good. And then closing the deals, like a whole nother podcast we could do. Uh, right. because I think that's a, that's something that I'm not a pro at. Uh, <laughs> I've gotten a lot, but I think that's par for the course in a sense where, you get a lot of interest potentially, or a little bit of interest. And then out of that, you're going to get a little bit of follow through that they really want to do it. And there's going to be goods exchange or money right. exchange or what have you. So that's a whole different step of really. Yeah. We'll do that as like deal. a part two. Once you and I are just like masters of closing. Sure. So I look at a few things. I, um, uh, I talked about it before, like this sort of indifference, like I'm not going crazy finding certain things, but Instagram is great for hitting you with products and hitting you with sponsorships and hitting you with stuff, uh, or searching or searching an area. If you're going Mm -hmm. traveling or what have you, I think you can key into what do you like to do? What would you like to do? Oh, I want to, I think my style and my photography suits well to traveling where in the city. Uh, maybe not, uh, in nature. Okay. Now we're onto something. Um, okay. So now I'm going to look at some Airbnbs or cabins or, or places that seem to love photography or places that seem to need photography. That's what I, I was going to say. Can I jump in quickly? Yeah, please. So I think that's an important step is there's a lot of companies who really, let's be honest, don't need you. Mm-hmm. You know, they're making tons of money they got their whatever photos or videos on their website and they might not even need an Instagram. So like when those, when I identify those, I don't even bother. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? What's the point? You don't need me. So I think you touched on something really good there is that identifying someone who could clearly use some help, Mm -hmm. but that also has the capital. Yes. So how do you go about figuring that out? Well, you personally, I think you, I'm just trying to think of the the last ones that have happened. Um, the last one approached me. So that one's easier. Uh, but it's exactly that, uh, a inheritance of condos, right? So they're going to turn them into an inn. Uh, and they saw some photos that I did in an area really promoting the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that one worked out really nicely. And to, be honest, I think that's the first thing from Instagram in, in, in two years where someone reached out because of my photos and was like, I'd like, you know, what, what's your package? What could you do? What, how can you help us? That sort of thing. So mm-hmm. that's a, that's a win. That's a great one. Uh, but the other ones, I, the ones that go well are ones I tend to have the product or like it myself. Right. And you're already an owner. I'm already an owner and I've already wanted to photograph it and, and do something with it. Or with sort of a break the ice of like, hey, I just bought your whatever solo stove. Uh, that's a good example. Yeah. I bought your solo stove. Here's a creative photo I did. Uh, solo I stove wanted- is a really cool looking outdoor portable bonfire fireplace mm-hmm. type thing for everyone who doesn't know. 
For anyone that doesn't know, take a look. And if you want to get can, one, DM me because I have a, an affiliate yeah, code. Help Aaron so, out. Help yourself out. Please. Um, but I, I reached out and I showed this creative photo. I thought it was creative. I thought it was cute. Um, it nailed a sort of time frame and a story. It was right around Father's Day and it was uh, my son and I took a photo. Um, yeah, great like shot. The, the mini me version of the stove. And I had a larger one. He had the small one. We were dressed the same. He's obviously smaller than me. Uh, yeah, a, well thought a, out. He had a little hatchet. I had a big axe. Like everything was sort of mini me. So um, pause. Great. Um, that's like another great point right off the bat. And that's something you've taught me too, is that opposed, instead of just going to a company and being like, here's my portfolio, I'd like to shoot something for you. Here's my portfolio. Here's my idea. This is what I want to do. I want to shoot something like this. And like having a concise and detailed plan so that there's no thinking on the other part. You know, I really treat it. I, it's similar to, you know, uh, when you're in the dating game, you know, and ask, saying to a girl or a guy or whatever, whatever your, your, your thing is, saying, you know, we should really do something sometime. <laughs> that is just the worst, right? Because the other person's like, yeah. you're inviting me. Like, I'm I'm a big fan of like having plans, yeah. you know. So I kind of treat it the same way. And we all know, like, when people or ourselves have made that, like, that kind of plan in the dating field, nothing happens. You never talk again if it's like online dating or whatever. It's just, it's just gone. So I mean, like you said, you had a concise idea of what you wanted to showcase, right? Yeah, which is important. I mean, that's a great metaphor or analogy. The yeah, the dating game, the dating world, like they're getting bombarded by, you know, let's go on a date. Or, I want to go on a date. I want to go on a date. And if you don't yeah. have a plan, it's just you're one yeah. of, Where are you taking one of me? 200, right? right. Like, you, you've you said it before. I don't remember the guest exactly, but someone said that they they could a good, well-known company can get 200 emails a day saying, I want to take photos for you. I want to take photos mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. And at some point, everyone that's human and, and listening to the show, if that were your job to go through those emails, you'd be like, I, like, how many can you actually even go check? Like, it's so unoriginal. Uh, let me know if you need any photos. Like, they're just going to delete it. They're, uh, I and they already have a person that they probably click and gel with. Mm-hmm. That when they, you know, you're going to have to do something that really stands out. So uh, I think there's two ways to go about it. A, a story and a narrative. Like, here's this. This was my idea. Hope you like it. I'd love to do this further. So I think giving a taste, but not the whole thing. Right. So that you're not... Yeah, because you could easily get bogged into a trap where you do so much work for free. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and that's... We'll, we'll, we should get it's into that. It's yeah, the teaser. It's the teaser. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I think the the other way... So you have that, create a narrative, create a story, give a little example. I think the other way is if you can identify a problem nicely within their social media, their Instagram, their what have you, their their campaign, uh, if you can identify a problem and not only that, but identify the solution and why you can fix it, mm-hmm. I think that is a good one. Mm-hmm. So for example, uh, I just reached out to a property that has a good following and they probably have a marketing person and a video person and a uh, photographer, but I've, I haven't heard back yet that this just happened. Mm-hmm. But what I've realized is they are utilizing zero reels on their Instagram. So right. they're, not, they're not using reels at all. And I just did a reel from their property that got 
but I mean, it was the best reel I've done and it had 35,000 views. The Long Island Beach. Yeah. And mm-hmm. tons of people commenting and asking about the property. So I just showed them that and said, hey, you're not doing reels. I did this one reel. Did you screenshot the cap, the comments? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Boom. A couple of them. And I said, there's many more you can look and scroll. Uh, but I just said, like, you guys aren't, you, you're not utilizing this. I just did this easily. Uh, let me know if you're interested. Because now you're showing them, look at all the sales you've missed out on. Mm-hmm. I can do this for you, right? That's why I asked if you'd screenshotted the comments because that's like invaluable. Yeah. And I touched into the data. Like I only have, they, you have 80,000 followers. I have you mm-hmm. know, nine, nine, mm-hmm. some. Imagine nine the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So multiply, like if, if you post in this reel yourself, what would have come from it? And maybe they don't want that. Maybe, maybe they don't need it. Maybe they're booked for three years. Like those are the things that you can't fight against or they don't need it. But you also gotta, you gotta figure too, that just like, just like people, you know, businesses and the people running them, there's an ego as well. Like if you're, if you're a business account and your real, your real does a hundred thousand plays, like you're going to feel pretty good as the marketing manager, as the social media manager, as the business owner. So, I mean, even if there is an instance where, you know, I know I already said that they might be just killing it with sales and revenue and whatever, and they don't even, they don't need anything, but you might get the right person who, you know, wants that little serotonin boost. Yeah. Right. Or they're really, they've been, they've been sitting there like we need someone to do reels. And then you, the email comes through. Yeah. And then just solved. good timing. So that's right, where right, it, right. a good timing and numbers game, I think is a lot of it. You can't be scared. We've talked about it before. You can't be scared of the fail. You can't be scared right. of the strikeout. You can't be scared of the no thanks or the left on red. That just, that just means they're busy and they don't need it, you know, but the ones that do reach out and reach back now they want to move forward. Now they want to ask questions or, right. or see what you can do. So yeah. it, is a, it is a numbers game. And I think a strategic numbers game in terms of having a story or having a problem that you can solve. Yeah. And I'll, I'll give an example too. one of the, I'm going on a trip in September. I won't name the, the tourism board, but the, the tourism board, I'm paying for part of my trip through them. And, uh, the only reason I'm not naming them is cause I don't want them to get a million messages from listeners. But, um, so the person, the social media coordinator was telling me, you know, we want to highlight all the attractions and amenities in this area with video and reels and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm one person, I can't get outside and go to all these places and drive around. So we need adventurous people to go and do these things. Um, would you, you're here. Do you want to do those kinds of things? You know, adventures that fit your niche, wildlife tours and, and you know, like a, a little cruise. And I was like, hell yeah. And you get paid for your time. So just things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Tourism boards who can't get out and showcase stuff around the area, even small business, right? In the area. Yes. Because right? that's what brings people to the, the place. Yeah. And man, you just hit another huge point. Uh, an asterisk point is I, I'm a true believer of playing in the minor leagues before you play in the majors. You know, mm-hmm. like we all want the, of course, I'm in Connecticut. Like I want the Grand Tetons to uh, sponsor me Fly to go out for out. a week and, yeah. and go to the national park and uh, photograph their Airbnb, you know, chalet on the mountaintop yep. and, 
and have these whispering s- all the bears ears to pose for you. Yeah. Bears and <laughs> sexy parties. And yeah, uh, yeah, uh, that, that sounds great. But I think if you start small and build your portfolio and like, look around your, wherever you live, like local talent, like Connecticut mm-hmm. has a lot of small business, a lot of Airbnbs, you know, is it glamorous for me to go spend a weekend at an Airbnb in Connecticut. I would never think to do that, but reaching out and saying, Hey, I'm a photographer, you know, from town, uh, this would be easy for me to do or pull off mm-hmm. whenever you're available. Mm-hmm. I think I can upgrade your, um, Airbnb. And then you have a relationship and you have no clue who's Airbnb that is, you know, their aunt and uncle might have one in the Tetons and then they work with you and then it keeps yeah. on expanding. So yeah. I think not being afraid to start small and, and do some work for your portfolio, build up your brand, uh, and have some proof of concept that you can show people as well is a, is a huge point too. Yeah. Very good points. Um, you reminded me of, do you know, uh, Ethan, yeah. Ethan Bits? Yep. Ethan Abbott's? Mm-hmm. Um, he was actually on mm-hmm. the show a few months ago. Everyone go back and listen to that. But he travels, what is it? The entire U.S. or mostly, it's mostly New England, I think. He's a, he's a Vermont guy. He lives out of his car. And then the rest of the time he's getting paid to stay and photograph Airbnb rentals and tree houses yep. and stuff like that. And just absolutely killing it online. Yeah. Um, and he, his growth, like I've, I followed him from the beginning, like his growth in terms of, Oh my God. Now it's constant. Right. So like he started off. I'm going to check right now as you talk what he's and full disclaimer, followers aren't followers aren't everything, but they do bring opportunity. Um, continue while I look this yeah, up. Yeah. So he, I mean, he was at 12 and now when I remember 11 or 12, uh, Is it 40. Yeah. So, but besides followers, the 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 consistency of work, like before, yeah, it was always like, shooting. Always. Yeah, it, it was every once in a while, whatnot. Now it's like you can see he's working. You can see he has gigs like lined up. Um, yeah, throughout the year, like the entire year, I think. If if not, basically, yeah. super um, cool. Just going to every like the most fairy tale, dreamlike tree houses and Airbnbs in the woods you've ever seen. Yeah, and he has a niche, back to that, yeah. uh, which he, again, has a track record for and built upon itself. So right. he started off definitely local, like in Vermont ones, New Hampshire ones, Maine Well, ones. he was telling me he just started off uh, in exchange for, for a stay, mm-hmm. you know? And now he's, when, at the time when I was interviewing him, it was about 50-50. He would get paid for some and the rest would just stay. I'd be interested to know. Maybe we, you know, you and I were talking about doing a... Uh, Having some guests, having some guests, you and I, we've never done a, a, like a three-way podcast. Maybe we'll get him on. That'd be cool. That would be cool to see his growth, see what's happened. Yeah. yeah. We'll do that. I'll tell him to listen to this. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I think, I think that's important too. Like, you know, we all want that lotto ticket, you know, like, uh, you keep, if I keep asking Patagonia and Nike and Adidas and Columbia, if I could do photos for them, I'm going to go, Oh, for forever right for a million right yeah and that's going to be disheartening and uh, you know even if i think i'm the best in the world that's going to be disheartening so if you start small at like hey a a glastonbury shoe company like they do some cool unique stuff i live in town there you go you know let's see if i can work with them that's a way better chance of it coming to fruition 
In my opinion, a good rule of thumb, this is completely subjective, is that anything that's 10 times your follower count is realistically in your wheelhouse, is very attainable. 10 times of you. Okay. 10 times your follower count. Gotcha. Is very attainable as a general rule of thumb. Hmm. So what are you, like 10? So like A little less, but yeah, so like 90. Just round up. Anything like 100,000 or less, like Mm -hmm. you're... Have a chance? Not have a chance, but like, like, why not? You know, yeah. There's a right. there's a more level playing field. Again, it's numbers game, and I right. There's percentage. It's kind of like golf. Like, there's a percentage shot here. Like, oh, I could hit driver here and maybe hit the green. Mm-hmm. Unlikely, though. You know, so let me play it safe. Uh, so yeah, let me lay up. Yeah, there's different ways to approach it. it. If I'm if I'm shooting a shot at Patagonia, like that would be a miracle if they wrote back cause they are all set with marketing, I'm sure. Uh, right. but if they did cool, uh, but the other ones, the little ones, the little brands that might need some help and might see you as a value asset. Those are the ones that you're actually going to make, um, potential money on. Right. And add those to your portfolio, then do like a for fun video of Patagonia yeah. and then send it to them. And then, Oh, this is, this is pretty cool. Oh, here's the rest of your work. These are some of the clients you work for. That would be my angle, you know? Yeah, and I, I think that you just hit another good point is that no matter what you do or choose to do in life, it's work. It's mm-hmm. a lot of work. And it's a lot of sweat equity work. It's a lot of struggle. I was talking to my dad today, and I just it was kind of quiet in the car, and I just sort of said, I said, the struggle's kind of fun, eh? <laughs> he just kind of laughed. And he was like, yeah, I mean, it's so rewarding when you when your hard work equates to something. Yeah. Like, I mean, setting up that solo stove shot that led to a lot of cool things that unfolded from that. Mm -hmm. But to be honest in the moment, I was like, this is kind of a lot. This is annoying. Like I have to get my son all dressed up. I have to get dressed up. I have to make two fires to find an ax, a hatchet. Like it was a lot of setup to throw a pitch. Now, some people would be like, I'd do that in a second, but there's a lot of people too that'd be like, eh, screw that. I'm not mm-hmm. doing that. It's probably mm-hmm. going to be a no anyway. Yeah, it definitely will if you don't do it. So I think that's a horrible attitude, I must say. Right. So I think, you know, f- that's another, again, a good point is like find products that you like and go make practice making content. It's not going to come like the first, if you get a job and it's your first rodeo, like it's probably yeah. not going to be great. Like go make, yeah, try yeah. to make videos that sell a, can opener a knife like whatever yeah yeah. Uh, well we've talked about that how you the the portfolio in a day project i mean if you're in your car in your house or wherever just look around at how many products you're actually using right mm -hmm. like i'm looking right now my audio technica mic my heineken beer that i'm drinking you know i have a bass guitar beside me um yeah, Ian Jones, I think, is a great dude to check yes. out. Yes, like, we, we, we talk about Ian a lot, and people should really go look at his profile because that guy has figured out how to make boring stuff cool. Yeah, and he pumps a lot of stuff. And I don't know if it's all... I bet there's a mix of like things he wants to work for. Yeah, I mean, I'm pulling up his profile right now. Like, He just shot... Like, Here's, this, here's, some, here's an example of just like something really creative like out of the box thinking so he made i don't know if you saw this he made a movie poster for the new jackass movie that's coming out Mm -hmm. like he just made a a custom one in in photoshop and members of the crew shared it yeah like that um whiskey bottles and then he has like a bumblebee um 
Tamron lens because he's sponsored by Tamron. His truck, some a street swan. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, a guy in a wheelchair smoking a blunt. Like it's just so all over the place. It's amazing. A charbroil grill. Yeah, everyone go check him out. And a lot of his stuff is in his stories, which isn't on his posts, but like his equipment for what he's doing, you know, like computer shots, microphone shots, uh, cool light uh, with a glass of like just really cool, tasteful uh, stuff, period. Yeah. Yeah. Cool shots. Weird guy. I'm saying that because he's going to listen. Um, he swears so much. <laughs> Yeah, he does. He probably has the record on the show that for the most like swears tally in a show. Yeah, I'm a I'm a huge fan. But you know what they say? Statistically, and this is people can look this up. People who swear more are often to be found more trustworthy. Hmm. Because they don't hold back and they say what they mean and they mean what they say. Not that people who don't swear do not there's gotta be there's an asterisk for people that work in like a school or hospital because you have like different hats right like i can't i can't your surgeon is just turning the air blue yeah your your guidance (laughs) counselor can't be like dropping f-bombs well not if he's aaron manis if he's aaron mantis he can yeah well (laughs) sometimes i want to drop f-bombs with the kids but so is it offside if i do in episodes that you're in do i reflect poorly on you no, it's fine. I'd actually be curious because um, I swear a lot on these podcasts, dependent on what we're talking about, how I'm feeling that day, and like who the guest is. I do too sometimes. But so I, I wonder do- if it's off-putting to people. I mean, if you're listening right now, it's clearly not in this. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I do know is that this show has like has no Indian listeners because swearing is banned on the streaming platforms there. Oh. So I just kissed goodbye to a billion plus wow. marketplace and didn't That's care because I want to. I want to talk. I want to talk. Right? Huh? Interesting. Right? That's fascinating. Yeah. Hmm. Fact a day. Give me a random fact. Let's. Uh, this is my Ritalin is wearing off, and <laughs> I wanted. I like doing these little random things throughout. Give me an interesting fact. Do you have uh, one? There's one that Neil deGrasse Tyson just said. I'm trying to think of it. Something crazy about like, if you slice an apple open, there's five chambers perfectly like a, a, like a penta right? right? With five perfect seeds in each chamber. And then the first leaf that comes out has five leaves, something like that. Everything is perfect. It's just like within fives and like, I don't know. It's just a weird Weird thing. Want to hear mine? Yeah. If you took one bite out of a polar bear liver, you would die. Really? You would have, um, you would overdose on vitamin A and it would kill you. Hmm. Fact. Wow. Fact. Anyways, that's my fact. Along with the praying mantis that eats hummingbirds for lunch. Also, don't forget to Google that if you're in your car. If you, if you like nature is metal and that kind of stuff did you know that dolphins sleep with one eye open me too no i'm on the lookout for nooch 10 thank you everyone (laughs) who in the last episode who tagged him in a john mayer story because we know that he's mad because 
he sent a few screenshots to us just in our group text being like, what the fuck is this? And then he just stopped talking about it because he's trying to be all macho about it. You know what I mean? He's trying to pretend it's not bothering him, but it is. So, so well the done. Everyone. Was the best. The first, this first text was the best. It was like, what, what, the, what the hell is this about? Like, why is this person tagging me on this? Like, what is this? We're like, oh, that's weird. Maybe they like, just- that's weird. Sometimes people tag us on stories because they want us to see it. Like, I don't know. It might just be random. My favorite was was the person who, I don't know if you saw, but they changed. So on the photographer mindset logo, it's like me lying in ferns and they put John Mayer's face there. It was money. I was dying. I was like keeled over. Anyway, um, have we covered all? What what more can we cover? Um, It's going to be a part series, I feel like, because there's so much in the process. I think I think we'll break it down into like approach and identifying, which we've done today. and then negotiation and conversation and then deal close and money. Yeah. I think the, you know I mean? the biggest thing, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared don't be to scared. ask and, and get the rejections. And, and at the same time, you can't expect the world if you're not practicing. I think that's the right. Thing. I actually took a piece of advice out of, out of your book. Um, it's very simple, but I, I, for some reason I just hadn't even thought of that. You know, when, when there's something, that you've seen somebody do that you look up to and you want to do that thing as well. Um, you just literally, you talked about, I think it was you, when you were first starting gigging at bars, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you just went up to the, the promoter and said, how do I do that? Mm-hmm. Right. I did that with tourism Jasper. Awesome. I was just like, how do, cause they, as a, uh, I, I wrote an article for them a while back and as a thank you, they sent me like some swag and all that, mm-hmm. some sweaters and stuff. And they sent me their 2021, um, tour tourism guide, their book, like their information guide, which featured tons of amazing photos. And I was just like, how do I do that? How do I get in there? How do I get on the cover? How do I get, you know, in there? And mm-hmm. the social media person was just like, this is how, huh, there you, you go. know, it's so like super simple. Just ask. Yeah. Ask the question. Right. <laughs> what are people, I guess it's important to like put yourself in the position of the other person. If it were you and somebody asked you this, would you blow your top and be like, I can't believe you're asking this and what a waste of my time. No, you'd either answer them or you'd ignore them. Yeah. I, it, it's easier even for me, easier said than done with most things, right? Like to put yourself out there. And as you get older though, and for me as i gotten older like you, you kind of care less about the the ego blows the little ego blows when you're younger like that that sucks it sucks going up to a girl at the bar and she's like yeah get away from me like that's the worst feeling ever but if you don't ask it's a definite no right so it's the same thing with like the the companies and and just trying and and improving and working on it and if they say no uh, you know, even a follow-up of like, thank you so much. Is there anything I could do to improve those chances in the future? Uh, yeah. Or let me know if something work? changes. Yeah. Let me know if something changes. Keep me in mind. Uh, you know, I, I'd love to work with you someday. Uh, I'm working on a project just cause I love your, your product. I'll, I'll show it to you. Thanks for, uh, taking the time. Like whatever. Like, yeah, you know, you brought up a good point too. You know what I'm, I like to include now in emails after whatever said campaign is done. Is mm-hmm. I like to, I like to always come back with another idea for a project, and somewhere in that email include, I'm the kind, I'm paraphrasing, but something like I'm the kind of guy who's interested in growing relationships instead mm-hmm. of just doing like one and done type of things. 
So like I have an idea to take uh, you know, our, our working relationship up a notch with plan X or with this. You know, just like saying to summarize, in other words, I'm not interested in just doing this one thing for you. I want to keep doing more things together and taking it up a notch each time. Vocalizing that to the person on the other end of the line, I think goes such a long way because then they're able to see that you're not just a, I guess a clout chaser. Like you're interested Mm -hmm. in fostering a relationship, which is really important. Yeah. And I think for most of the small fish in the Instagram world, like if you don't have hundreds of thousands of followers, if you're, you're like me and and Seth and most of us, or even less. I think it, it's finding those those sweet zone companies in, in the sweet mm-hmm. spot, like the the ones that are kind of just starting out and and want to grow. But you see, like a all right, this this company has a good product. They could use some better photos. I think personally, I can help their photos. Let me work with them. Now I'm kind mm-hmm. of in on the ground floor. Right? Yeah, and like. Like you're saying, and and that's a buying Bitcoin that, at ten cents, baby. Yeah, you know, <laughs> getting in on on Apple's marketing team when the first iPod, when it's in a garage stage. Yeah, yeah, so like those are the those are the ones that can stay with you for a long time, and as long as you're working with them and and improving with them, uh, it could be a great great relationship. That's a great point, and I always keep that in mind too when I'm doing shots for a company. Is that it's in your best interest that they do well. Mm -hmm. You know, like, because if they like you, maybe it's your second time shooting with them. If they continue to grow their company, they like you, you have rapport, like you're their person. Yeah. You know, so like it's in your, your best interest to go the extra mile. You know, like every time I say to someone, oh, uh, it's this much money for 10 photos, right? Mm -hmm. I give them 12, but charge the same just because like how much more effort is it to edit two photos and just like your rubric breakdowns mm-hmm. in school when you were a kid like a four was going above and beyond and three was meeting the criteria i mean like you always got to do that especially yeah. if you want to make an impression you know yeah especially round one i think i think that's a that's like absolutely a must, a like must. you can't like just give macros. deliverables that were outlined like you got to give something extra yeah you got a thousand it. percent and i think well, getting into the weeds here, but I think in in like marketing and event planning and and sales, like make it exciting before the deliverables. Like send mm. an email with a behind the scenes, right? Like, okay, my, your product's not due for two months. The the photos mm. that we agreed on, but you just paid me a good amount of money. You just paid me fifty percent down, and you're probably yeah. just the littlest bit nervous that you're making a deal with a stranger on the internet. Yeah, right? like so. I think it goes a long way to keep communication and have strong communication and strong writing skills and uh, and show like, hey, here's the behind the scenes. I'm working on this. Uh, can't wait to show you. It's coming out great. Can't wait to show you the finished products. Like those kinds of things, I think, go a long way to keep that relationship healthy and I think a sense of comfort for the company that's spending money or spending time or giving you a place to stay gives them like a ease ease of mind to be like, all right, this this person's good. Like I feel good with this decision. Yeah. Yeah. And then when their expectations are exceeded, yeah. It uh it's a service to them because now they don't have to go looking anymore. Yeah. Right? Like you're saving that person time and you know, time is the most valuable currency. Mm-hmm. 
Truth. All right, Aaron. All right. What do you say? Is that a good episode? It was a good episode as a guest, but (laughs) I want to be back as a co. You're the co-host for sure. Yeah, no, it's it's great. I'm enjoying it. I hope people are. Uh, I got some good DMs. I think I sent a couple of them over you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We always appreciate those, so send those. Um, Yeah, send the DMs. A, it's great motivation to keep doing these kinds of things if, you know, there was ever a rough day and we needed one. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, I'm excited whether there's one person listening or or a thousand. I mean, I think in a a weirdly selfish way, you know, these conversations I know are going to benefit me and I know if it's of something that's of interest to me, it's of interest to tons of other people. Right. So like, I know if an, if I've been really excited about an episode or a guest, I'm even more excited that the listeners are going to get great value out of it for free. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I sit here every time and like little check boxes go off in my head. I'm like, Oh, I should do that. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like maybe it's like, maybe it's two minutes of the now 45 minute conversation we're having, you know, maybe it's just like, there's a little two minute excerpt and for everyone listening that is invaluable like you know that's worth yeah hope so like, and you're probably doing other segue. stuff too right you're driving mm-hmm. somewhere like why not carefully big fan of, you and i are big fans of always learning right yeah so i, th- I think it's good i think it's good we'll we'll keep it up Send right. us topics too you want to hear about right like i don't yeah. know if i'm overstepping my co-host bounds no. but tell us tell us what you want us to chit chat about yeah, we'll break and it we'll down. say no. <laughs> we'll say absolutely not. That's ridiculous. no. We'll say that's real. That's a good idea. All right. Until next time, everyone. See ya. Bye. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to another episode of the Photographer Mindset Podcast. Aaron and I were just chatting after the show that now that he is a co-host, it might be time for some new music. Aaron is an excellent musician, guitar player in particular. So. Let us know what you think in DMs if it's time for some new music, what your favorite genres are. We'd like to uh, maybe include some people on, on the, uh, the, produ- the production standpoint of it. So until next time, everyone, go get shooting, go get editing, and stay focused. See you then.